0: Okay, let's get into this. Thank you for all of your questions for this second AMA. The first one we have, what does the East Coast need to do in order to progress trail running? I'm guessing that means grow the sport in the region. Okay, first thing that comes to mind, the biggest issue for the East Coast trail running scene right now is that it is completely segregated from the highest profile American events in our sport. I'm thinking about the Golden Ticket Series for Western States. And yeah, there are no Golden Ticket races east of the Mississippi. Nothing in the southeast, nothing in the northeast. And that's a big deal. I can tell you, for example, when the Georgia Death Race was a Golden Ticket event just a couple of years ago, it attracted elite athletes to the start line. It created fanfare around the event. It raised awareness for the southeast trail running scene. I Run Far was covering the race, etc., etc. And of course, as soon as the event lost its golden ticket status, all of that vanished instantaneously. I'm not saying that we should feel bad for GDR. Not at all. I am saying we need to either expand the golden ticket series to include alternative races on the East Coast or swap out a couple of the current events with East Coast ones. One thing that's weird to me is that we expanded the series into Europe before we did so on the East Coast. And if you look at the data, there were at least two races in the past year on the men's side for UTMB and on the women's side for Les Templier, where all the top athletes who qualify for the ticket declined entry. So that's all a long-winded way of saying um, one of the easiest ways to increase the profile of the East Coast is to simply incorporate it into a major event series like the Golden Ticket Races. And And I think yeah, I think positioning is important too. Like, think about it from this angle. What are the competitive advantages of the East Coast trail scene that the West Coast and the Mountain West can't compete with? Off the top of my head, the summer months of July through September are incredibly stable, incredibly safe from an environmental standpoint. You aren't dealing with extreme weather events. You aren't dealing with smoke and bad air quality or extreme, extreme heat. And July to September is the key stretch of the year for most trail and ultra runners. And those months have been increasingly in jeopardy from a safety standpoint out West. Once more runners, and this is just my opinion, but once more runners become aware of the mountain ranges, like the whites in New Hampshire, the Adirondacks in New York, they may no longer want to tolerate the summer conditions in the West because they can get in all that great vert and true mountain training for their goal races in the Northeast, you can train for mountain races like UTMB in those mountains. I promise you, go check them out. The more I think about it too, for those that don't wanna be in the thick of big cities or metro areas like Salt Lake, San Francisco, Phoenix, LA, Denver, Portland, Seattle, these places, especially in the Northeast, have this awesome, isolated, rustic, rural character to them that's incredibly peaceful. And I know there are a lot of runners in our community that want that back to land, back to nature experience. You can get it out there for sure. It's a good question. Second one here. What is on your trail running media wish list? <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, I'll pick two. The first. I would encourage listeners to think of their favorite TV shows and content outside of the trail running world and think about how that format and structure and storylines could be applied to our world. I say that because I am personally attracted on the media front to reality TV and on the storyline front to the underdog who is trying to achieve something nearly impossible in any arena. It could be business, politics, music, sports, you name it. And I think it would be cool to combine the reality TV narrative with the underdog storyline in our sport in the following way. One of the major brands uh, in our sport, maybe they take a a weekend warrior sub-elite type, one male, one female. Maybe they have some history of local racing and FKT success, but they're definitely not elite. And that brand gives them a year or two to drop everything in their lives to train for Western States or UTMB with the goal of getting top 10 at either one. Over the course of that year or two, they would be given every training advantage in the book, um, you know, a running coach, strength coach, nutritionist, mental coach, massage therapist, PT, etc. And episodes would come out maybe every few days or weekly, chronicling their lifestyle and their preparation and the path to working for this dream, this goal, You'd see the highs, the lows, the trials, the tribulations, all of it. So there's that. I think that would be really fun to follow, and it's a storyline we haven't experimented with that much in our sport, if at all. And reality TV is incredibly popular. I grew up watching Survivor, for example, and people love underdogs. So yeah, the marketer in me thinks it is a winning combination. The second item on this wish list. This one refers back to what I was talking about with the East Coast trail running scene. One of the reasons races like Western States and Hard Rock and UTMB are so popular is because at some point in time, someone or a few people decided that they should be. And that was amplified by people in the media who agreed. Media is so influential, it goes without saying. And that's why films around the East Coast races and FKTs are high on my list. If someone important and the ultra-running media decides that these races are worth telling stories about on a repeated basis, I think you would be surprised at how quickly they capture the imagination of the rest of the community. I mean, think about Hard Rock and all the movies and the coverage and the stories that have been made about that race. It's like the least egalitarian race ever. It's impossible to get into. It's not that competitive, and it's not that much harder or more beautiful than other mountain races in our sport. And yet we make a big deal of it because our attention is intentionally directed there by a few people in our sport that have big audiences that have deemed it important. And the solution is simple. All we need is a few people with decent followings to say something else is important. Some other race is cool and things will change. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it happen. Influence is incredible. Let's see. Next question here. Let's let's do this one. What can we do to make events more exciting to follow or watch? Oh man. This is also something I've been thinking a lot about lately. And I'm guessing you asked about this because we just had a long run archives episode where I talked about this with Brett. I think the first place to start is to analyze the current format and the resources we have available for media to do their job and fans to follow along. For races like Western and UTMB, it's all through live streams and Twitter, which encourage fans to check in sporadically, maybe every hour or so to get the lowdown. And I think that's been an excellent start, but we're talking about the future, so uh here is what I got. First, almost all of what we can follow at races currently happens at aid stations. In between those moments, We are basically in the dark. Yeah, live stream cameras can help, but often they are drone shots from high above. And what I propose here is a new member of the media crew, a runner or an army of runners stationed between aid stations that can cover the men's and the women's races in between those moments directly in the thick of the course. They can catch up to the runners, get close up shots. Maybe get some feedback on how they're doing, capture the glory, the suffering, the chatter between pacers and their runners. The list goes on. I think we're missing this in a big way. Think of it like a more involved, um, like if you're familiar with basketball or football, the sideline reporter. They're right there in the thick of the action, reporting back to the announcers what they heard in the huddle around the field. Stuff like that, but for trail running. Second We need to give media people more information about the runners to utilize in their coverage that can be used not just to make the commentary more substantial, but also to fill in a lot of the blank spaces in the race to keep fans glued to their screens. This is actually a side project that I'm working on right now that will either be ready for Canyons 100K, but more likely for Western States in June. Um, I'll be reaching out to, say, the top 25 male and top 25 female athletes at at that event with a forum asking them all sorts of questions like uh, how'd you get into the sport? What gear are you using? What's your training philosophy? Why'd you choose this race? What are your expectations? Where are you located? Who do you train with? How do you train? What are the links to your social media? And then aggregating all of that information in interesting ways so that the media and fans have more to talk about pre, during, and post-race. And I think it's a great way to introduce more storylines to the sport to do deeper analysis of the race and from a fan standpoint, we know from the Netflix experience that humans are excited to binge things if we can build binge worthy products. And so what I'm describing is part one, but I'm confident this would help fill in some gaps for an end to end entertaining experience. The next phase would be hiring video crews to grab more official content of these runners in their home environments, pre-race to feature during breaks in the live coverage. So there's two. Let's see what do we got next. Um, let's do this one. What is something you would like to see changed in our sport? Well, I'd like to see less apologizing for our sport. I hear on interviews all the time that our sport is silly, crazy, foolish, pointless. People that are like major players in the sport that have dedicated their lives to it. When they're talking about it for the first time to someone from a general audience or even someone within the sport, they always have to preface everything by saying, you know, this is a crazy sport. This is a stupid sport. This is pointless. And I know to some degree it's intended to be self-deprecating and most people are actually proud of what they do. But over time, we are what we pretend to be. And if we can't be serious about our sport to a general audience or amongst ourselves, We're going to struggle to take ourselves seriously in the long run. I also recognize that, sure, it's uncool to take yourself seriously these days. That is not in vogue. And frankly, that's a rant I'll have about self-esteem for another AMA. So, yeah, I would just like to see more athletes present their craft and our sport in general in a positive and aspirational light. Instead of saying it's a silly sport, maybe they say, I do these races because I think there's value in suffering or I do this sport because I see the worth in pursuing objectives where the outcome is uncertain or I love trail running and ultra running because I appreciate the change in consciousness that allows me to see life in new lights. I like how training funnels healthy habits into other areas of life. I just think we should do that. Yeah, it's not just about presenting our sport in a good light. It's about honoring our life choices as well. We should have some self-esteem. I'll do one more. What else is on your wish list? This is like a miscellaneous one. (laughs) All right. Hear me out on this one. I would like to see a festival for trail running in a Burning Man format. For those unfamiliar with Burning Man, go look it up. I'd like to see something familiar. I'd like to see something similar built for trail runners. You know, find some remote, find some remote scenic location in a wilderness area. It becomes a temporary summer community for a week or two. Everyone brings their own unique experience, some specialty or insight they can share with the group. What happens is up to that constellation of people that attend. Total butterfly effect. Maybe there's one person attending who is doing something cool with shoe redesign. Another person who's recording music specifically for long runs another person who's cooked up the best food or gel concoction, someone else who has a vision for some new event. The list of ideas is endless, but basically you go there to have your mind blown by the creativity of the community and to see what's possible for the future of the sport. The running event in Austin is sort of the corporate form of this. This burning man version would be like the hippie, more permissive form. That's all I got for you. I, I, you know, I think five or six is good. You, probably, you guys probably don't want to hear me talk that much, but it is fun to, from time to time, do the majority of the talking. Yeah, thanks for all the questions